0: so proud to to have, to be able to say I was with them, I served with them, you know, and for some of them, I served with them as they drew their last breaths,
1: Welcome to On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse, a podcast taking you to the front lines and behind the scenes of our work around the world. In honor of Memorial Day, we wanted to take a minute to pause and recognize the brave men and women who have protected and defended our freedom. I have a special guest joining with me today, and we talk about why Memorial Day is so important and why we are to honor and have reverence. I was able to talk with a longtime ministry partner at the Operations Healer Patriot reunion. I talked with Lieutenant General Retired William G. Boykin to hear his thoughts on Memorial Day. He currently serves as the Family Research Council's Executive Vice President. But he spent 36 years in the United States Army, and he served the last four years as the Deputy Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence. He was one of the original members of the US Army's Delta Force, and he was privileged to ultimately command these elite warriors in combat operations. And he later commanded all the Army's Green Berets, as well as the Special Warfare Center and school. Having selflessly served in the Army, He lost many battle buddies, and he shared the impact that they had on his life and his continued service to our nation. You will be challenged and encouraged to hear what he has to say in honor of Memorial Day.
0: In many ways, Memorial Day is the holiday in in America that I most appreciate, Hmm. that really has the most significant meaning to me, and it is because— it's not just a barbecue day for barbecue. It's not just a. Day to be out on the river. Skiing with the kids. Those things are fine. Mm-hmm. But it really is a day to reflect on sacrifice. Mm-hmm. The sacrifices that have been made by the young men and women that have stepped forward and said, here am I, Lord, send me. And I'm afraid that we uh, don't focus enough on what it really means. And, and we should, as a nation, we should recognize this is about the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It's been made by people that have served our nation in uniform, that have given the last full measure as it is commonly referred to. And having been with men who have given that last full measure, I think of them. Mm-hmm. I think of the sacrifices that they made on this uh, very special day in, in our calendar.
1: Mm-hmm. And I know, yeah, you've lost many battle buddies and had very mm-hmm. difficult conflicts with mm-hmm. a lot of loss. And I, I know from reading your book, hearing you talk, you know, the Lord met you in those hard, dark moments. Right. Um, can, you, can you maybe share that? Because I think there are, and, and we just stood in the room with, Thousands of our wounded yeah. warriors, and many of them struggle with survivor's guilt, and what they've—the bodies they've lost, and and some haven't healed. What What helped you heal? How did God meet you in your pain and heartache? And how has He allowed you to comfort family members? And mm-hmm.
0: yeah, first of all, um, you have to want to get through it. Mm-hmm. If you're determined to carry the anger and And bitterness that you have over your friends that were lost, or over you know your limb that was lost, or something. Well, then it's going to be very difficult for you to get get through it. But I wanted to get through it. I wanted to I wanted to put those things behind me. I didn't want to forget them. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to forget things that happened to me. I didn't want to forget things that happened to the to the men that I served with. Um, I didn't want to forget any of that. But I also didn't want it to control my life. I didn't want it to be uh, so dominating in my life that uh, it's all I could think about. Mm-hmm. That it's, it was as you as you so clearly said in in your presentation tonight that it was it was not my identity. Mm-hmm. You know that was not my identity, and I didn't want it to be my identity. I wanted to be identified as a soldier, yes, but. I wanted to be identified as a as a man of faith mm-hmm. more than anything else, and then I wanted to be a father and a and a husband, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. So um, I think that what helped me to get through it most of all was the influence that my mother had on me. Mm-hmm. Now you say Your mother? Yeah, my mother. My mother was the most faithful Christian that uh, that I've ever seen. Oh. And, and I'm not kidding about that, I'm not just saying that. I I, she was the most faithful Christian that I've ever seen. And uh, even when she had Alzheimer's and was in her final stages, ask her to pray. She couldn't talk to you, she, mm-hmm. she couldn't recognize you or anything else, but ask her to pray. And she suddenly, she was, she was coherent. You know, now that said. She had such a imprint on me uh, from, I mean, from the time I was. Barely old enough to remember going to church and Sunday school. My mother was teaching me about the Bible. She was teaching me about God, about Jesus. She was teaching me. Right from the Word and uh, she was not an educated woman as a matter of fact she didn't she didn't have a high school education
2: mm-hmm.
0: but she knew the word and she read that word every day and it was it was her comfort
2: mm-hmm.
0: in times of trouble and sorrow but she imprinted on me in such a way that you know when when proverbs says raise them up right in the ways of the lord and when they're old they won't depart from it well that's I'm I'm Probably a good example of that because she had such an influence and an impact on me personally and in my in my walk with Jesus when I when I came to Christ uh, there was no turning back you know mm-hmm. and I knew that it was it was either all or nothing so I knew that the all was that all the things that I was struggling with all the things that I could allow to dominate me if I wanted to, could be wiped away, Mm -hmm. could be overcome. And I knew that from her teaching and her her impact on me as Mm -hmm. a child, and and that is exactly what I've tried to do with my children, is have the same impact on my children Mm -hmm. by starting them out very early on because there's going to come a point when they're going to be in a crisis, they're going to have struggles and difficulties, and I want them to know where to go. Mm-hmm. There is only one way to get through this. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think Heal Our Patriots is such a significant organization mm-hmm. is because they're not afraid to come straight at it. And to, and to leave no doubt in the minds of every one of these men and women that comes to heal our patriots, say, if you want deliverance, Mm -hmm. and if you want to live a life free from the bad experiences that you've had, turn it over to Jesus. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And this is a bold ministry here, and it impacts a lot of lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With Memorial Day, It is only a time of reflection Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and reflection on the way young men and women in this country have stepped forward in in times of crisis and and paid paid a heavy price. But as Americans, we should be proud. On on Memorial Day, it is a day for reflection and pride. Mm -hmm. Because there are Americans that have been willing to do that, and uh, so I feel I feel very blessed just to be an American because we have people like that, and I've seen those people. I've seen them in action, and I've
2: mm-hmm.
0: I've, I've gone to the White House to watch them get the Medals of Honor, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm so proud of that. I'm so proud to to have. To be able to say I was with them, I served with them, you know. Mm -hmm. And for some of them, I served with them as they drew their last breaths, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. I'm talking a lot, but
1: no, it's great. I and I don't know if you mind. This might be too personal, but you've met a lot of important people, (laughs) you know. You've but you've also served with yeah men and women that raised their right hand to defend our country. And like you said, you've you've blood you've sweat, you know, you've you've given your blood with them. Can you maybe introduce us to them? Or what have you learned from them? What impressed you? Because they are, they're some of the finest. Um, yeah, but can you maybe just share yeah. from some of them or some of the battles you were in? Because yeah. I think they pushed you, I'm sure. They did. Made you a better leader.
0: First of all, the non-commissioned officers that I had were intimidating, <laughs> but they were intimidating because they were so smart. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm at best of average intelligence. So, you know, they were intimidating to me. But that said, you know, people come into the military for different reasons.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, and certainly one of those reasons always has to be the constitution of the United States because they, they take an oath to it. Mm-hmm. And and that oath has to be, a, you know, has to be taken seriously. But when when you get into a fight, and you're really not sure whether you're going to survive this or not, you're not sure whether you're going to come out of this or not. Mm-hmm. It is no longer about that Constitution. It's no longer about the flag. It is about the man on your right and left,
2: mm-hmm.
0: your front and back. It, it is about your battle buddies because you'll do things for them without hesitation mm-hmm. that you might pause if it's for the Constitution. I'm not done in the Constitution in any way. I love our Constitution. I think it's probably one of the most important documents in the world today and has led to more benefit throughout the world than any other single document. But I'm talking about in that moment on the battlefield
2: Mm.
0: where the lead is flying and, and a soldier has to make a decision as to what he's going to do and he will do it without hesitation if it's for his battle buddy, if it's for the men and women around him. And that is one of the things, as I go back and say, that's what I am so proud of. I saw two guys, Gary Gordon and Randy Shugart. They were Delta Force snipers. They were in a helicopter. And everybody knows the story of Black Hawk Down. The first Black Hawk was shot down, but 30 minutes later, a second Black Hawk was shot down. And when the second Black Hawk was shot down, these two men were right over it. They watched it. They they watched it go in, and they called and they said, "We're over the hel- helo, over the crash. Put us in, and, and we'll get them out of the crash." There's four men in there. They look like they have broken backs. Put us in. And uh, and obviously I had to say no. I said, "I don't have anything to support you with. Just stay over them and and keep the Somalis off of them." They called back in a few minutes. I said, sir, it's getting, it's getting, it's just getting worse. There's more of them than we can keep off. I said, look, give me a few more minutes. We're getting everything together now. And I'll send a relief out and, and you can go in. And they called back in three minutes and they said, sir, we're the only hope. We're the only hope. I said, do you understand what you're asking for? And what I meant was, do you understand? There's not much chance you're gonna come out of this alive. Mm-hmm. They knew that, but they knew those four men down there mm-hmm. would come if the roles were reversed. Mm-hmm. I put them in. They both died, but they saved—they saved the uh, pilot to tell us the story about what what happened there and they got, they got on the ground, they set up a perimeter, they started fighting, they killed a lot of people, and then ultimately they were overrun and killed themselves. They could have left at any time, they could have left, they could have broken out and said, this is hopeless, mm-hmm. we can't do it. They didn't have to go in to begin with. Mm-hmm. But those four men on the ground, were their battle buddies, and it meant something to them, and they knew that those four men would come after them, and that's just mm-hmm. that's why your brother understands the Ranger Creed: "Never shall I leave a fallen comrade to fall into the hands of the enemy." And you know, and I I, I learned that in 1973, and it has it has so impacted me. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to reflect on on Memorial Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. I know it's selfless. I know we had so many quote the verse in John, you know, no greater love than one that lays down their life for their friend. You know, and obviously Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice. You know, he came and shed his blood knowing, going in like they did. But you're right, they so often and we will never, you know, the, the world, I mean, Black Hawk Down was made into a movie and a book, so the world does know a little bit about that battle. But there are so many uh, times where no one will ever know, you know, and that's our our goal and our hope is to bring light, you know, say their names. Uh, One of my friends started Wear Blue Run to Remember. She lost her husband, John Hallett, and she has a running, you know, now it's all over the world. They meet up and they they read their names. They say their names. They tell their stories, you know, because, yeah, they're heroes that— willingly laid down their life, you know, for their country, yes, but also for their brother in arms. Um, and that's, yeah. thank you for sharing those personal yeah. stories. So, so speaking to that, and I, I know um, tonight we, we mentioned a little bit, you know, Afghanistan, you know, you've been involved in many conflicts that maybe the, the, the battles, weren't, you know, the war was won, but the battles, you lost a lot of battles. And Afghanistan is a situation where it's hard the, you know, the way we departed and, and what happened in August, and I don't want to get into politics, but what would you say, you know, because I know I have a lot of friends that lost their, their husband, and they say, was it worth it? Why? You know, and, and, and it's hard to reconcile that, and, you know, Edward and I, we always say, our hope isn't in man. You know, yes, we want to do the right thing. We want to defend our country. We want to uh, be involved, but ultimately, God's the only answer, but what would you say, yeah, too and, and, and to that room full of wounded warriors that fought, you know, and gave time? What would you say and maybe what what have you learned over your years in times where maybe it looks like a failure in man's eyes, but you know people uh, did the right thing.
0: Well, let me start by telling you that in uh, on the night of the twenty fifth of April nineteen eighty, I was on an operation that went into Iran mm-hmm. to rescue 52 Americans that were being held by the Ayatollah Khomeini,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I, I, I watched eight good men die that night, in, a, in a, when an accident occurred, and, and eight men died. Again, this is this is this is what Memorial Day is about. But eight good men died there, and I, I, I felt the greatest burden for having failed my country all of us did all of the rangers and delta force guys that were there we all felt a tremendous incredible burden but what satan meant for for evil god meant for good cuz you know what happened as a result of that they did a complete investigation of that operation and they determined that we had neglected our special operations mm. And they passed this thing called the Nunn-Cohen Act. And it became effective, I think, in 1986. And you know what they created out of that? They created the U.S. Special Operations Mm -hmm. Command as a result Mm -hmm. of that failure that we were part of there that night. And you know what else? It brought about Ronald Reagan Mm -hmm. as the president of the United States. Think about it. Mm Jimmy Carter even said the reason that he lost the race was because of that failure there. Mm-hmm. Well, we failed, but it was turned to good mm-hmm. because today there are no there are no special operations forces in the world that are any better than ours. Mm-hmm. But it came out of that failure. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think that it's I think that it's important for us to recognize that uh, sometimes when things occur, we don't we don't see it through God's eyes. We don't know mm-hmm. God's purposes. we don't even when we lose somebody that we're close to we don't we don't understand it, but that's why. Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not into thine own understanding. We can't understand because we don't have the mind of God. Mm -hmm. There'll be a day when we'll be able to ask him. If it still matters, if we're still interested, we'll be able to ask him. And that's after we cross the Jordan Mm -hmm. and and we're in his presence. But uh, I don't think at that point we're going to care. But... My, uh, my point is, yes, we have to endure those kinds of things even though we don't understand them. But again, a lot of times we just need to trust in the Lord
2: mm-hmm.
0: with all our hearts and lean not on our own, own understanding. mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. And what well, you quoted Joseph, you know, the what man meant for evil, God meant for good, you know, and, and he could have been bitter, could have been angry, you know, but like you said, it's a choice. It's, okay, God, I don't understand it all, but let me see, you know, and that is why Operation Heller Patriots, you know, we aim to get to the heart. You know, we don't want to put a Band-Aid on their their wounds and their um, memories and the soldiers that they've lost. We want to allow them to heal holistically, and I think
0: you're right. You, you are. I think there's something very important about what you, what you're saying there, and and, and it, and it is this: we can get bogged down in our own misery and our, and are feeling sorry for ourselves and all that. But we owe it to those people that didn't come home. We owe it to them, particularly on Memorial Day. But we owe it to them
2: mm-hmm.
0: to tell their story. Mm-hmm. And to tell it in such a way that it makes their families proud and it makes their friends proud and it makes the people that hear the stories of, of what they did. We can't do that if, we are, if we're allowed ourselves to get wrapped up in, in the things that we've seen, the things we've done, the things that we've been part of. And let those things begin to control our lives. We're we're doing them a disservice, mm-hmm. and that's what people don't think of enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We've got to we've got to honor them mm-hmm. because we're the only ones that can.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and so, speaking to that, how, how can we? Pr- how do you pray? How can we be praying for family members and friends that? Yeah, I mean, they they miss and grieve their loved one every day. Every day's Memorial Day for them. But on Memorial Day, how can we intentionally be praying uh, for for those that miss their service
0: I pray member? Pray that we will never, never forget them.
2: Mm.
0: Pray that we will do nothing to dishonor them. You know, that's we dishonored the Vietnam veterans with the way they came home. Mm. We dishonored them, and a lot of them have died at the muzzle of a pistol, you know? I mean, they just, they never coped. Mm-hmm. So we need to pray that we can honor them and that we will never disgrace them or dishonor them in any way. Mm-hmm. And my, my prayer on Memorial Day is that America will recognize their sacrifice and be proud because we have people like that.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that this conversation helps you reflect and honor the heroes that we recognize on Memorial Day. Please be praying for the family members and friends that bear this sacrifice and burden each and every day. Pray that God will fill their hearts with comfort, grace, and his presence. I I loved hearing General Boykin's heart Having served with and losing so many friends and heroes, his words are weighty. And when he says, my prayer is America, will recognize the sacrifice. I know what it costs. He truly does. He knows the costs and the burdens and the sacrifice that are required to keep our nation free. And if you want to pray more specifically and, and hear more names uh, that you can pray individually, last year we shared some names of service members on our podcast. Our Operation Heal Our Patriots men and women, like General Borkin, have many heroes that they miss and think of every day. And so we shared just a few of their friends on that episode. But also in 2020, I shared a conversation with my friend Lisa Hallett. She lost her husband, John, in Afghanistan. And so if you want to hear her heart and allow you to pray more specifically for our Gold Star family members this Memorial Day, I encourage you to go back and listen. And I want to close by reading scripture, because it's the way that I cope, I pray, and I hope during difficult times. I'm going to start in Psalm 61, 1 through 4, that says, God, hear my cry. Pay attention to my prayer. I call to you from the ends of the earth when my heart is without strength. Lead me to a rock that is high above me, for you have been a refuge for me, a strong tower in the face of the enemy. I dwell in your tent forever and take refuge under the shelter of your wings. I love chapter 62 as well that says in verse 5, Rest in God alone. My soul for my hope comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I will not be shaken. My salvation and glory depend on God, my strong rock. My refuge is in God. I'm so thankful that we can both cry out to God and we can trust that He is our refuge, our salvation, and our stronghold. I personally have watched many family members grieve. Um, and ache for their loved one, but also cling to God as their refuge. Their pain is constant, but their hope is secure. And I pray that you know the salvation and security that comes from Jesus. Because of God's great love for us, we are saved by grace. And I love this hope that we have in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2, 4 through 8 says, But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love for us, made us alive with Christ, even though we were dead in trespasses. You are saved by grace. He also raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavens in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might display the immeasurable riches of his grace through his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For you have been saved by grace through faith. This is not from yourselves. It is God's gift. And so I pray that you know this gift of salvation. On this heavy and somber day, I wanted to share the hope that we have in Jesus. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for your prayers. May God bless you this day.